You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Hi there, welcome to Candace and Jess Judge a Book by its Cover. I'm Jess. I'm Candace. I started it this time. Yeah, you did really good. You just like basically bulldozed your way right into the intro there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Proud of I, you. I was, I was, thank you. I did it. Uh, how does the rest of it go? Welcome no, to the... No, that's it. Is there... No, we did more. Um, no, you say, uh, hey guys, uh, welcome to the podcast. This is Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. And then you said, I'm Jess. And then yeah, said, I said, said I'm Candace. And yeah. then we're like, welcome, oh, we've got a loaded welcome. show for you today. No, welcome. no. Welcome, welcome to the only show on the internet, <laughs> oh, yeah. on the podcast world that where we will judge a book on its cover. We're not going to read the book because that's going to take way too long to do a weekly podcast about books where we're going to read them all the time. That's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah, that is what yeah. we say. That's and a we just, thing that we just We tell you all the things that happen in a book. Yeah. Yeah. And that, it's The specific book of the week. Right, yes. yes. Yeah. Decided by us, you know. Yeah. But it's not like we're taking orders here. Yeah, and every single week that we do this, we get right to the point. We don't screw around. No effing and jeffing. No. Um, and we just, we, uh, we just tell you all about, uh, like leap into that book. We tell you the author, the pro- pro- producer of the book. Oh yeah. Pu- the publisher. Yep. deserve, deserve credit. <laughs> they deserve credit. You got to know, cause you want to get out there and you got to want to follow your, uh, producers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so Candace, as I was, as I was walking home, yeah. just cause again, we're, we are a fast paced show where we it's are. nothing but. Talking about books. It's All like, killer, no filler. It's like driving into a library with your mm-hmm. car. That's what mm-hmm. it's like. It's that many books all the time. Pages and, and, and small print type and maybe even large print type. You know, I've been seeing a lot of those book uh, street libraries. Sorry, not book exchanges. That's silly. Uh, with snow on the roof because we're getting West Coast snow. And I was thinking that the books are probably bundling up in there close to a fire, but not too close. <laughs> not too close. <laughs> Yeah, no, but like I just uh, PSA, um, keep an eye on your local street libraries. They are burning, you know, the lesser loved books for warmth, and they need someone to be watching out for them. Mm-hmm. And the doubles, if there's two and of the, the same book, and they're like, well, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. they're like, who's gonna get it? And it's like a walk the plank situation, only it ends in flames. So, Candace. No de- no derailment here. Yes, Jess. Yes. Yes, of course. We're going to go right into the book. That's totally uh-huh. what we're going to do all the time. So I was walking down the street home from work the <laughs> right. other day. Right. Yesterday okay. uh, was the day. No, it was yesterday because okay. uh, that was the day that it happened. Okay. And I got kind of like, I walked past a dog, which pff, who hasn't done that? Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I it walked past this past. dog. This dog had shoes on. Oh, and God, I just, poor buddy. I mean, I get it. I get it. But do you? Do you? I, well, I mean, I, I mean, dogs get cold. Yes. Thank you for... 
Dogs mm-hmm. get cold, but I actually just, think that just, shoes... just so, hold on a sec. Just just so so the, the 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 listening at home audience knows exactly what's going on. There was that Candace is vaping during I the vaped. podcast. I vaped. I vaped mm-hmm. just a moment there, and yeah. um, I'm terribly embarrassed. There we go. Um, yeah. Um, brought to you by Candace. Um, <laughs> so the no the. the the reason it went quiet was because I was thinking really hard, Jess. Um, oh. And what I was thinking was, I actually think shoes would be more useful in very hot climates to keep the pooch's feet safe also, from getting burnt. Also, that like I just do see it as like a necessary dog right. tool I for dogs. Yeah. But at the same time, I looked at it and I was like, uh, "Dog, man, like I'm sorry, dog." I mean, I didn't know his, his like their name, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. There wasn't the opportunity to introduce to the dog to shake a dog chewed paw right that'd be tricky yeah well i mean you'd be like sweet you're taking it off thank you thank yeah. you large large <laughs> you know hairless other dog which other i dog. assume is what that that's how they think of us yeah I um agree. yeah and then I, I don't know i don't get like dog clothes like I, again like i understand it but then you look at a dog and it's like you don't look happy in your dog clothes no what are you doing why why you gotta I've actually seen dogs hide clothes on their owners because they don't want them to put them on so yeah. bad. They're like, ha <laughs> Yeah, well, that, you know, it's a sad truth that um, people want to dress their animals and animals really get no choice. Mm-hmm. They don't. Wow. I mean, do they get Way the... to make me sad. There you go. This is how we do it. And I mean, oh. I don't think about my responses. I just tr- like to respond. As quickly oh. as possible, mm-hmm. so there isn't no sound happening, right? Which like, is I'm I'm afraid of. Yeah, which has happened yeah. um, earlier when I was deep in thought. Mm-hmm. No, no, no! Thought. You Vape-nish. were just you were just vaping. You were Vape-nish. just you know clouds of mad cotton. Yeah, yeah, in the Skype window and yeah. also in the podcast basement here. Fill in um, that basement. It's up. just it's just a haze in oh, here. Yeah, yeah. we are it's... the J Ray Nay. We are also the Jay Nay. <laughs> Uh, and this is uh, the bear's nails. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was just, my thing that I did. Yeah. I saw a dog. The end. That's it. Yeah, okay. that's it. The mysterious incident of the dog of the night times. That was it. I mean, it was the afternoon, but yes. Yeah, didn't we judge that book? We is that did. not the name of it? It's something like that. Vape Nation. Okay. Um, I have a song for you. You have a song for me. It's like this. <laughs> Wow, that doesn't sound like it at all. You know that song where it's like... Mm, you mean... Do, si- do, 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 you mean do, do. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sympathy for the Devil. Oh. By the Rolling no. Stones. Do you know that song? Yeah, because that's that one, By the Rolling Stones. Uh, please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. And then through the whole song, did you know that they hired an owl to sing backup <laughs> vocals in that song? No, don't laugh. And it's a true. gang of owls it's to just uh, one. It's just one. protect their concert. Yeah, and just like to there, like so there would be that hoo hoo throughout <laughs> the song as they got an owl and they just were like, hey, well, we got all these extra mice for you to eat and they just like fling it up to the owl and it was good times. Yeah. But anyway, sorry about your song. I just... <laughs> no, I was, I was singing uh, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? I was doing the intro like do 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 do. I but don't... I was trying to do it like a dove would, and I assume it would be like, ho, 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 ho. 
I've raised my hand because I have a question, which I know, yes. again, there. hey, let's have some, <laughs> you got a confused look on your face and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and for me raising my hand, no one else would have seen it but you. Yeah, um, I saw it. Which is a great way to get attention. But yeah. uh, I don't know that song, Candace. I was worried that you wouldn't, but you do. Because I it's do? that, where have all the cowboys oh. gone? Okay. Something, something, something. And it's by... Something, something Chevy. It's by Paula Cole. And oh, actually, cool. she did the song for the uh, Dawson's Creek that like, I don't want to wait. <laughs> Which makes sense. Oh, that was nice. Hey, mm-hmm. did you hear that? I really hit that note in a Paula Cole way. Yeah. Um, but I didn't ever realize that she did that song too. And it's very oh. obvious to me now. Policy. Um, this is not interesting Jess at all. He's not interested in that. But I wanted to answer the question. But that was Dawson's Creek, which that was the one because it like Ooh. that was the show and it was about like six teenagers and they all lived around a lake. And yeah, most of the time, most of the time they just like any time that they're like, oh, it's drama because we're teenagers. And then mm-hmm. they would all go stand at this lake on a different dock. Pacey. Yeah, that's Pacey. pretty much how it that's that was what it's all about, right? Yeah, I think so. I um, I never really watched it, and Dawson's Creek is in El- is not in Alberta, which I I just got really excited because I was like, maybe that's actually where this book takes place because I've been having a hard time figuring out where this book takes place. But to answer the question, where wasn't that all... in Canada or sorry, no. BC? Yeah, that's yeah. what I just said. Oh, okay, I didn't hear um, that. When you re-listen to this, you'll be like, oh, that's what she just. There we said. go. I was spacing um, out. I was thinking about. Yeah, anyways, go ahead. I was thinking about dog clothes. Uh, I got all, my my blood got all fired up again about dog clothes. Oh, yeah. It's it's a barking good time. Um, But I was just, I was singing you that song because um, in today's episode, I am judging a book called um, Lonesome Dove. And I assume it's completely about cowboys and cowboy accessories. And so I'm answering the question where all the cowboys have gone. By telling you that I don't know exactly where they have gone, but they are somewhere with a cooing dove singing Paula Cole. They all got songs in the night. They got trucks. They got and, trucks. And then to, to haul their cows around in. Right. Yeah. And Everything also. Everything is better with some cows around. And, and they can also put their horse back there too. Oh, horseback, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where that came from, that term. Yeah, it's yeah. like Nickelback, but with horses. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, that when you're, I'm when so you're, sorry, Jess. When, I never wanted to see Nickelback when, on our podcast. Well, that's ever. all good. We'll move quickly by that. But we're going to have to cut that. It's I getting think. into that world of horse, horse. currency when mm-hmm. you like when you give when you pay for something with like a bushel of horses or yeah. a bale of horses, and you get change back. It's a horseback. It's a horseback. Yeah, it usually is because I mean they're kind of like okay, well, you know. It's more about, it's like, it's more of a temperament-based horse currency. Yeah, it's like, you know, well, even if you were, say, you're selling something for three horses, and then you realize, you know what, it's more like two horses, then you would get a horseback, too. Yeah. It would literally be the horseback. Yeah. And you'd ride it. Horseback. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is not important to my story, but... Oh, I thought it was, like, the, you know, the main attraction um the horseback part not so much but definitely cowboys Cowboys. um definitely want to mention this is another mr jim book thank you Um, mr jim mr jim mr jim (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. with that uh clap track uh from last episode yes that wasn't a clap track it was literally clapping (laughs) two episodes ago 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Anyways. Yeah, so anyways, uh, this it, book, Jess, has yes. definitely got a new cover. This is a brand new, this is like a 2018, 2019 style cover. Okay. Got that reflective star twinkling kind of situation happening on it. Gotcha. Um, which is really fun. It's like that uh, that fish book from childhood, like the I think it was the Rainbow Fish, and it had the one really cool scale, and uh, it was it was holographic, and it was great. That's kind of what this has got going on for Star Stardust here. Mm. Um, but yeah, ninety seven, nineteen ninety seven, Paula Cole. Nineteen ninety seven. Can't what? really get over that. Oh right, that part. Um. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to lay you down what this book is about, Jess, judging by the cover. Lay it on down. What's the name of the book? Who's the author? Okay, so it's Lonesome Dove. Gotcha. uh, Okay, so this is a 25th anniversary edition with a uh, preface by the author included. Mm -hmm. The author is Larry McMurtry. Murtry? Murtry. McMurtry. McMurtry. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that name. Um, And... You know, I think right off the bat, this is a big book. This book's a little too big for me. It but, looks pretty um, hefty. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the kind of book that you could, like, kill a whole colony of ants with. There you go. Um, but I do, I don't intend on killing a colony of ants. And I, this is another one of those books that kind of is in that I kind of want to get around to reading it. Um, <laughs> unless it comes, you're not going to kill category. a colony of ants unless it comes to that. No, it, exactly. Like, if that's to happen, I am prepared. Um so this book is literally about a lonesome dove okay the lonesome dove a lonesome dove this lonesome dove lives in the hills but there is one man that is willing to take him to town Ooh. oh my that's okay oh okay okay oh my gosh jess you need to give me some of that give me some of that hoop action Okay, so there's lots of that happening. This dove is lonesome. This dove knows he needs a friend. This dove has been thinking about it for a while, but what is Dubby to do? So. Is that the dove's name is Dubby? Dubby, yeah. Yeah, excellent. Love yeah. it. Beautiful. Yeah, and, and Dubby is not, um, Dubby is strong. Dubby is, uh, is a lonesome dove, and Dubby don't care. Dubby don't um, need no dove man? No, Dubby or, don't need no woman, dove. Or... Yeah, I'm not sure, but Dubby don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, just... Dubby's okay. Yeah. Uh, so there is a cowboy that has been coming through the area where the dove lives, you know, herding and stuff like that. Sometimes with other cowboys, sometimes he's lonesome as well. And uh, Dubby has definitely noticed this guy. Um, this guy is Michael McBrandon. Michael McBrandon. So, yeah, like Brandon, whatever you're going to brand, your girlfriend, your... Oh, McWow. McWow. <laughs> so Michael McBrandon, he's a cowboy, a card player, and a hopscotch extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool, actually. They just set as, up the hopscotch in the sand. As most cowboys are. Mm-hmm. Um, real good jumper. He mm. likes to he likes to dance and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but he is kind of a lonesome character, just like Debbie as well. And at the age of 12, he had killed his first man. Oh, dang. At the age of 12 years, he had killed, killed his, his first, first man. Yeah, that, that was a little Billy the Kid. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I listened to that this morning. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, we were doing research for this episode for quite a few you know, quite a few days. Jess, I was uh, going to say hours. <laughs> yeah, Jess had um, 
fallen back like you know you've fallen for the marty robbins uh is it gunfighter ballads? Gun, gunfighter ballads and trail songs is the album and trail songs yeah. yeah yeah and uh so we didn't know what kind of research it was but we knew it was really important so we both have been playing that album on repeat for pretty last, much that was yeah. that was how i was like i was trying to get into that cowboy you know on the trail horses kind of and and spurs and uh 10 gallon hats and shooting pew, 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 pew. well and that's that kind of where i was at with it too where i could really get I, I could get some real good readings i could get some really good readings from the cover of this mm-hmm. book guys i was feeling it i could understand i saw its aura uh it definitely is a fortune teller of a book itself it is a what is it not a violet person, a indigo. It's an indigo it's book. It's an indigo. But not actually from indigo, not the company. For, That's weird. Have, it might have been. It's, uh, that made my joke I weird. I mean, they supply books, so. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and books. Uh, so, I, but I couldn't say, like, I was like, is he a Dallas cowboy? <laughs> is he a Dallas cowboy, Jess? Is I he mean, like, it could be. Yeah, just like a Texan. Um, or is he an Albertan cowboy? Or... I don't know. Is he a Montana man? Walk across the line with a pistol in his hand? Said, give me all your money, but I got to his first. Like, where is he from? He's from, uh, I mean, obviously sort of like central of North America. Somewhere like that. Right, okay. Somewhere straight down the middle where the prairies and plains um, stretch for as far as the eye can see. Uh, and that's just, you know, that's just good to him because that's what he needs to see. Hey, Candace, going to take a quick break here, but happy 420. Oh, okay. There we go. Vape Back to niche, it. Vape niche. Normally um, we start recording after five. So anyway. Yeah, we usually don't get to each other until quite later and because of day jobs and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm, but go um, on. <coughs> oh, sorry. Excuse me, guys. Um, so. This is your classic cowboy and bird story. We've seen them come up in uh, popular culture time and time again. Um, you know, Michael teaches Dovey um, how to eat beans from a can, slice a good apple with a pocket knife, light fires from scratch, bird scratch that is, Oh. and how to lasso his bird prey right in the sky. And that is not what it sounds like when doves cry. That is exactly what Dovey wanted from Mm -hmm. Michael McBrandon. And this pair, you know, I'm not quite sure of the relationship. If I may interject with not another 420 joke, but an actual little bit of insight into this, because just from what you've told me, Mm -hmm. um, I believe that their relationship is, it sounds like it's purely professional. Yeah. With... Yeah, no, with, I, well, I totally agree. With a huge amount of sexual tension. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know about that part um, because I'm not sure that Dovey, I think Michael might feel that way for sure. I don't know with if Dovey Do- flies that way. Yeah, I don't know what Dovey's up to, but like sitting on his shoulder all the time, like uh, interesting fun fact. If you look at the cover of this book, you actually see um, two cowboys pictured. Um, which wasn't very often the case with Michael McRandon. He was usually by himself, but not pictured is Dovey uh, just just outside of the of the cover shot. So Dovey's actually on the shoulder of the cowboy closest in frame there. Um, 
Although, yeah, and although you do see another person in this cover, like I said, um, this pair, Michael and Dovey, are often alone and under the stars. The stars that you see on the cover. Oh. Those twinkling, reflective, uh, rainbow fish stars. Up above the range. Yeah, and I also wanted to point out, because I already said that the book was pretty big. Um, oh, let's look at how many pages there are, just for a good time. Piper. Piper's sure. sleeping on the book, guys. Um, and this is with that author's add-on. There's like almost 900 books, in, or 900 books in this book. There's mm-hmm. almost 900 pages. Um, and I think that I win for largest book judged at this point. Oh, I didn't know that was a contest. But now if it is, well. But I probably win, right? I think I so. I can't think of anything bigger. I, don't I also think... think I win for shortest book, to be honest, because I think The Giver might have been the shortest book. Maybe. We'll we'll check our records and get back to you guys on that because I know like all you listeners at home are just like, what book was it? What's the biggest? What's the smallest? What? Ooh, we haven't done a book of poems yet. I'm gonna be the first. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's totally cool. You do you do you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not sure of their relationship. I do think that you're very right in the idea of it being super professional and like they they need each other. They both need each other in a certain way, like. Dovey is um, maybe maybe a pretty bird, but has that he's got that in him where he wants to, you know, take care of himself, do his own thing, be a wild and free bird on the range. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so happy him and Michael McBrandon have found each other. And I can't wait to actually read their love story, Um, because whether it is romantic or not, I know that it was uh, deeply emotional and important for the both of them. Yeah. Um, and especially if it's like the lonesome dove, the lonesome cowboy, and then yeah. they find friendship or perhaps even family. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's more of what we've got here. And um, I also just want to say that the cover of the book is really pretty. Um, I would like to see this book. I would like to see like the original cover. So I think I didn't want to research it before we recorded in case it gave it away a little bit about what it was about or what if cowboys weren't on the front and that would have ruined it for me because yeah. I wanted it's this not to about, be Yeah. I wanted this to be the Buck and Bronco saddle in the buckle. Well, buckle. I had a I had a boss tell me about this book. That oh, it, yeah. Mostly it was just that he read it and it was good. And then he said, I'm not going to tell you anything else about it. And I'm like, all right, he's sweet. Because he thank gets you. it. Yeah, because he's... Shout he's... out to Park. Thanks for getting it. Thank you, Park. You're you awesome. You can tell him. You can tell him you're... Mm-hmm. he's in episode 30. Park, you are is featured that... in episode 30. Sorry, is the, is the back of that book there, is that Jermaine Clement? <laughs> well, no, I assume it's Larry oh, okay. McMurtry. Oh, right. Murtry. Okay. Sorry. Um, I just saw it quickly, like, sort of zipping by. And I'm like, oh, cool. So he's just like... It's like all about this dove and this cowboy, but also he's written into the fiction of this book is Jermaine Clement. It's just like in the book. Oh man, Jermaine Clement. It's, it's, mm-hmm. This this cover is like wild. I think if it wasn't for these rainbowy star speckles, you guys will be able to see that on our Instagram or Twitter as we'll let you know at the end of the show. Um, and as you probably already know, because you're so involved, um, other than those like little star bits, it's actually a really nice cover. I feel like it kind of cheapens it a bit with that reflective stars, the, but I with the speckly, I do like it. Shiny stars. But like anyone who knows me is like, shut up, Candace. You like that. <laughs> um, but I just wanted. Um, I think we'll get back to this book a little bit. But there was a little surprise I had for Jess. Oh. Um, you okay. surprised, Ben? 
Are you surprised that there is a surprise? I mean, somewhat. I don't know. You know how me and surprises. You never responded to that um, wonderful picture that I sent to you of Marty Roberts, Robbins, um, where I just said, hey, Jess, Marty Robbins content. You did. I, I don't remember this. I have a terrible short-term memory, so. Well, I think you would have laughed out loud at it. So um, um, maybe maybe you, after the show you can check your I'll messages. check. I just, uh, maybe, your... I, maybe I reacted in the Jess world. Yeah, no, that, that to, happens. Like, let people know, which happens far more often than I would like it to. I do it all the time. Yeah. Where you'll even like show someone the text, be like, oh, this is so funny, or like a picture or something, and then you mm-hmm. won't respond to the sender. Um it's like the uh, world of outcast toys or unwanted toys. It's that's how my text feels. My Marty Robbins text. <laughs> it's all it's out there in cyberspace. Um, yeah, having a great time though. You should see the picture. I'm probably posted to Instagram. It's that good. Um, but my surprise for Jess was because uh, you know somehow listening to the Marty Robbins album Gunfighter Ballads and Trail Songs was our research. So I researched Marty Robbins and found some facts that I thought Jess would enjoy. Marty Robbins fact. Is he still alive? No, he is not. God dang. Um, I do have his... I did have it written down when he'd passed away, but... Um, That's not on the right page in front, in front of, of you, so it's no, all good. It's not, but I, I'll let you know if I come to it. And he has been passed away for quite a while as well. Um, so... Any any fact that was cool, but I didn't think Jess would like, I did not add, which didn't leave me as many facts as I was hoping to find. But uh, Marty was a NASCAR driver, Jess. Oh, cool. And he he was partial to Dodges. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> he was also, and I'm also partial to Dodges. I love a Dodge like Mopar, like anything probably before the 80s. I really like I mean, the 70s Dodge Mopar. I would, I would probably say... That depending on the situation, I'm probably partial more to Dodge Ing. Oh, yeah. Me yeah. Too. I'm yeah. fucking good at that. Mm-hmm. I actually, I don't have a driver's license, but I do have a license in dodging. It's mm-hmm. a, an amazing thing about me. You'll never catch me. <laughs> um, but so he was a NASCAR driver, which I find super cool. I don't know why that's so romantic to me. I kind of think like guys who are super, I just guys that were good at everything back in the day. They just happen to also be NASCAR drivers. They're like, oh, yeah, I play guitar. I served my country and I drive NASCAR. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was good at it. Um, And, well, look, I'm missing where I'm writing here. Because I write, like, so my writing is pretty, but not great when I'm trying to read it during the podcast. So I think I might start doing some digital typing to myself. But Fair we'll enough. I, when I write all my notes, I write them all in capital letters. So it's like, <laughs> I'm, so it's like I'm yelling at myself just to really yeah. get all of the points across. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, how that's, I like to do. That, that maybe I'll try that for next time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, that album that we've been listening to um, was released in 1959, which I thought would be exactly 60 years ago, right? Yeah. It's 2019 now. Yes. And uh, last year it was selected per- for preservation. So it's going into the National Recording Registry. So it'll be like recorded as really important forever. So it's not mm-hmm. just us that likes it, Jess. There we go. Every- everyone likes it. The, 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 you know, the people that do the thing at the, what was it? The recordology Yeah, place? I think it's, it's, well, it's the Library of Congress. And it's oh, a big okay. Deal. Yeah, and it actually, it. It was created in 1800, which is a really, I think it's the oldest, like, national thing. 
of all worlds. Of all Th- everything. That's a fact. That's, that's where it fact. all started. Yeah, yeah, Nubu and Inu and and the clams and all of those things. Uh, that's where they all go is in the library. Yep, they just pile in all those clams. So um, Marty's grandfather's name was also Marty. Oh. So uh, his name was Texas Bob Heckle, that's... and he was terrible to take to comedy shows. Oh, because he heckled. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was, he was a heckler. I actually think he was probably a lot of fun to take everywhere because he was a huge inspiration to Marty Robbins, it sounds like. Um, and he was a medicine man. man. Oh, medicine man. man. Yep. And Robbins served his country in World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was stationed in the Pacific. And while he hung out there, he learned to play guitar. And that's how he started doing his cowboy singing, cool. songwriting career. Very cool. So that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Well, and, good, uh, good for him. He plays uh, quite a few instruments, Jess. Can you guess which ones he plays? Uh, does he play the guitar? Yeah. Okay, good. Glad we got that one out of the way. Does yeah. he play the uh, ukulele? Uh, probably. Uh, okay, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, does he play the banjo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it is it basically a bunch of... Does he play the harmonica? No, it actually is only a list of uh, four things, which I thought was funny because it, everywhere it listed that he was a multi-instrumentalist, which that is... That's but multi. I'm sure I'm sure that he also could play the banjo. And I'm sure that... Because like the two... They said guitar and dobro were the first on this list. The and shit. a dobro is like... Okay. Oh, it's, it's that guitar... Um, With less like, strings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the guitar you know with that like knight's shield on it, where the the sound holes usually would be. It's like that big metal disc in it. It's not the national guitar where it's all silver, but it's just that. You oh, know, a dobro. so so a dobro is still a guitar. It is. That's what I, I kind of cracked me up. Because yeah, be like, it's wait, like is well, that, what do you play it just like you would play a guitar? Yeah, and the vo- vocals. Yes, you do play it like you play okay. guitar. Okay, because vocals like, were on this list. That, well. that would be also like being like, oh yes, he's like he can play the acoustic guitar and the electric guitar. You're like, yeah, no, that's exactly what it made me think of. Mm-hmm. I kind of had a little crack up about that. Um, it's like they just list all the brands of guitars he ever played. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is like, oh, amazing, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the last episode of Breaking Bad, which Jess hasn't seen yet, so I'm not going to say much about it. Mm-hmm. But I also haven't was... seen. Um most of them right i thought you were on your way i thought i I watched i watched the first episode the second episode the third and maybe like the 10th and that's all i've watched well that's fucking weird i don't know i just i watched one episode at like random i'm like okay and it was like there was a thing things happened in it i'm like well those are things those are definitely all things that have happened Mm -hmm. and then i just i started watching it and i was just like i i don't know I didn't really care. Yeah, you yeah. gotta care. You gotta like, okay, care to he... watch like a thousand hours of television. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, he's gonna break bad. That's what he's gonna do. You know oh, him. Man. I love that show so much. But what was his just name? Like... like McNulty or something? What was his name? Heisenberg. Yeah, there we go. It's close enough. You mean you mean Mick Brandon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but much like this episode that we are recording today. Um, the last episode of Breaking Bad was highly influenced by Marty Robbins, and I think most, mostly the album that is inspiring this episode. So, oh. Felina, good night. Oh. Cool. Um, but that's all the Marty Robbins facts I have for you. Let me just check here, make sure. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Really organized notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's it. Okay. Um, I really was looking for some, you know, like, what is a Marty Robbins fact that you would have liked to hear? Ah. Uh, like, it doesn't. I, like I don't. I mean. Me excited. I don't know. That he Maybe did. that he was a chef? That You would have liked to hear that. Meh. I mean, I imagine most people dabble in cooking. But, I mean, it would be one of those things where it's just like, oh, well, what else did he do? It's like, it turns out that. He molested I, children. No. That'd be that's terrible. Always, that's I know. A, and that's what happens no. every all the time. No. Don't like, really, don't have heroes, guys. It would be like, here's them. another fact is that Marty Robbins was a three foot tall man. <laughs> But he was, like, proportionate to if he was a six-foot-tall man. Like, he was, like, it was just like he shrunk in the wash in proportion. And he's just like, well, I'm Marty Robbins. Because this, this is what Marty Robbins sounds like, apparently, because he was smaller. <laughs> this is me, Marty, Marty Robbins. Robbins. I'm going to yeah. sing songs about cowboys and horses. Yeah. And whatever else you find in mm-hmm. the cowboy and, and horses. And what have you. In the cowboy, in the cowboy and horses department <laughs> of, of, of Sears. That's exactly what I pictured. I pictured like a blue apron that he has to wear every day that says like you know horses and whatever department, whatever we were just <laughs> banging on there. Like the 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 part of Home Depot, he's got his like his, his, like whatever exactly. the, his smock on, and it's yeah. like yep, horses and whatever. Yeah, and it's like when you call Home Depot, they have all the lists are like outdoor, um, lighting, horses and hardware department, mm-hmm. and then you have to call and he has to say. And horse uh, hardware department. This is horse horse hardware. Um, could you just call me back some other time because I'm really busy doing nothing. Yeah. And I want to keep it that way. Yeah. Thanks. I'm in the horse section and I'm petting the horses. <laughs> this, this is what I. This is what my day consists of. Well, I bought a horse here the other day. And, I'm, I'm Marty uh, Robbins. <laughs> and I took it home and, you know, I my friend took it away. So now I need my horse back. Mm-hmm. Eh? You know, <laughs> the horse, the horse back that started the episode. I think Candace. I am if, on fire. Candace, if I may. Mm-hmm. I would just like to say that I believe there was a fact that we left out about this book. Oh, that I only know from talking to Park. And oh, he okay. told me this, that this book is also a Pulitzer... What's it? Pulitzer? How do you say the word? I think what you're trying to say is like pie-eating championship winner. No, Pul... Pillsbury Doughboy... God damn it, like... Experience? Pulitzer Surprise. That's thing. Yeah, Pul... Whatever that Pillsbury Pilgrim. But... Say the actual word. The Pulitzer Surprise. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> no, the Pulitzer Prize. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying surprise. I was. I actually yeah. did. Yeah. I like that more, though. Mm-hmm. But you anyways, know when you yeah, just it actually, it actually like, it won that. Oh, yeah. Book, in, like, the real world times. Thank, thank you, book. Thank you, Lonesome Dove, Larry McMurton. Mm-hmm. Uh, McMurty. So, Candace, uh, we... Yeah have sort of discussed when this book was written. Did we not? It was 1921. 1921. When the West was middle-aged. Middle-aged. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so then I'm going to ask my second question. Oh. Who would you recommend this book for? I would recommend this book for any bird. 
out there who's feeling lonesome, any cowboy who's looking for his bird friend. Like I said, classic cowboy and bird story. Mm-hmm. You hear them all the time, yeah. but they're not usually like this. Um, th- it's brilliant, guys. I actually just think everyone should read this book, but especially if you're uh, interested in birds or cowboys or, you know, vape niche. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I I suggest this book to the vape nage. Vape nage. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need a soundboard, Jess. We need a soundboard so that I can say things like that, and then you can make like that crowd sound. Yeah. And press a button, and it's like I would. Or, I would love to figure out how to do that. I or got when a... I do a really bad joke, and you can be like, "Womp womp." Mm-hmm. I'll 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 work on it. I'll get. I'll see if I can do a thing to make that happen. I want to be the soundboard person. Like, I wish that was me. Like, I wish I was the one that had the controls. And you were like, hey, quit doing that. Hey, hey quit pranking me. But I know it's you that's going to have the control because it should. Okay. Because then I'll do the pranking. Yeah. Like, I want it to be me, guys. <laughs> I really do. Um, but I think that it's more, it's uh, Jess has got the power over there. Oh. I've got the power. Can we have that one, too? Oh, bam, yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, Everybody yeah. judge now. Um, Pretty much. This, this episode is go. getting weird. <laughs> this is getting weird. Or, um, or, or, or. Even better. This episode is getting so right. And what you got there? You got the... I am a box full of little papers. I don't know much, but you can look inside me if you please. <laughs> We're still working on the box song. Jess. No, no, it's it's been the same every time. It's cool. It's totally cool. <laughs> it hasn't been the same. No, I'm, I wish pretty, it... I'm pretty sure it's been the same every it's, time. It's been like, I am a box. And then a bunch of other words after this. <laughs> yeah, that's about mm. as far as we've gotten. But that's the, that's the idea with the jingles, guys. Like, Mr. Jim, it's finished. The Mr. Jim jingle is Mr. Jim, Mr. Jim, Mr. Jim. Like, that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. So keep it short. Keep it simple. Yeah. And uh, if you build it, they will come. And keep it consistent. Um, but what, the, what I'm talking about here. We're gonna, uh, the joke box. Yeah, so yeah. for for folks who haven't been here before with us, uh, if this is your first time with Candice and Jess, Con- books by congratulations Scott. for getting to this point. Yeah, that's awesome. You did it. You, you really pulled through for us, and uh, we're going to pull through for you and do one of our classic bits, our, something that's becoming a classic bit, which it's... is our tabletop Lucky Dip jokes. Mm-hmm. The, triple, so far... the triple threat, the hat trick, if you are yeah. a hockey person. Yeah, but to be honest, like, it's um hasn't been very lucky the dips we haven't had any jokes that i think we they're actually pretty lucky they're all lucky they're all okay. genuine they're all special in their they own are. way Anyways. and it's kind of interesting because the first time we ever did the joke box together we did it without recording and mm-hmm. that was the best round was those three and then everything else has kind of been don't worry it's all good we'll we'll strike it's gold all changing again. now mm-hmm. and here we go hit me with that one two three good shit i want to here. I get I get like kind of like primal cat in the end. I'm always like <laughs> instead of sticking to the dove part. One which... of those bird or dove cats. Dove cats. and dove cats. Dove cats. Read read like, I'm so excited for you to read what's on that card, Candace. I can't because now I'm thinking about dog clothes. 
<sighs> dog pants, dog pants, dog shirts, dog shirts, dog knee pads, and dog sweaters, too. Everything that you can wear, a pooch can wear it, too. Um, why don't owls like dating in the rain? Uh, I didn't uh, know that owls didn't like dating in the rain. I mean, I, I didn't think they were so picky because they live outside. Yeah, like I thought they were down for whatever. Yeah, they're just like hmm. most clown or most most owls most are clowns. like. Yeah, sorry. Was... <laughs> clowns and owls. Oh yeah. my god, Jess, they're so alike. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. Yep, they have oh those great big god. eyes. They yeah. usually both eat mice and um, and kids. And yeah, and they can both turn their heads all the way around. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but can you answer this oh, completely um, wrong question? Why, this, this isn't real. Why? What was it again? Why do owls <laughs> hate dating in the rain? Because <laughs> they, uh, I don't know, they don't like. They're actually really, really self-conscious, and they don't like dating in general. It's not because they don't think it's sanitary. Is that the joke? What? No, no. Oh. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was the answer. I was like, what? No, this is really cute, actually. That this that this joke has come up because we were talking about the owls and earlier in the episode. But mm-hmm. why don't owls like dating in the rain? Because it's too wet to woo. Uh, that's so fucking bad. Woo. I don't get it. Uh, woo. If if you're at home right now, actually like, LOLing, laughing your ass off, um, I would be so surprised. I like, is there is there some weirdo out there right now who hears that and is just like, oh, yeah, it's too a, wet to having, woo. Oh, they're having a sensible chuckle. They're going to hold their oh. belly. Mm. Oh. It is too wet to woo when oh. it's raining outside, yeah. don't you know? Okay, so yes, buttons. This girl said she recognized me from the Vegetarian Club. <laughs> what is this book? Or what I... is this box? What? I, I don't know. I don't... I'm going to go fast. Because yeah, just go. Just go. This. Yeah, so th- just so that you guys understand what it said, though, it just is say it this again. girl. This girl said she recognized me from the Vegetarian Club. Or Vegetarian Club. Veget- Fuck, from Vegetarian Club. But the first rule of Vegetarian Club is you don't talk about Vegetarian Club. Exactly. And I thought... I don't think I've met her before, like her before. I don't think I've met her before. Oh, is that, that was the answer? Yeah. Can I just hear the third joke? Because <laughs> <laughs> we do everything in threes. Mm-hmm. And we have to stick to our content. Like this hasn't, this isn't coming in every episode, but when it does show up. We're, on a, the... we're on a streak. We are. Yeah. A really bad joke streak. That's us. Um. Sometimes they're so bad, I don't know what side is the side that's supposed to be the joke. <laughs> um, at the scene of the crime, there was what looked to be a freshly dug hole. There. But upon further inspection... They found a dog in a rain jacket just having a good time. They just, you know, they found a corpse. Because okay. it was a crime scene. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, yeah. they were just trying to clean up after themselves the best they could. Yeah. It's like pooping in the woods and covering it with mm-hmm. a with a leaf with more poop um, and i mean yeah. <laughs> really it's amazing that they have like all of this verbatim on that small little piece of paper i mean the, the writing the size of the typewriter that they used to write this out must have been so small itty bitty typewriter so mm-hmm. at the scene of the crime there was what looked to be a freshly dug hole uh police are looking into it oh okay <laughs> that they are all righty well <laughs> candace 
Yes, Jess. A first, thank you for joke boxing one more time. And may I? That's that's the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. there is really nowhere to go but the, uh, to the end now. Yeah. Um. So you guys have been listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. I, as always, am Candace, and I am Jess. Thank you for listening. Woo, Lonesome Dove, mm-hmm. episode 30. Love y'all. Thank you to Dr. Science, to Mel, to all of our uh, folks who have followed us because, you know, 30, we're getting we're getting old, man. Mm-hmm. Getting there. Um, yeah, look for the, the, we'll post a picture of the book. On, oh, yes. On Twitter. Twitter, at, Instagram. At Candace and Jess on Twitter. And something else on Instagram. Probably Candace, Candace and, and Jess. Jess. Yeah. yeah, that's hey, what it is. Hey, and, and you there, listener, if you want to write us a message and like just like say things that are words to us mm-hmm. <sighs> i really like those things that are like you know it, it like is a flower but it's just zeros and ones or something like i like those like huge pages of type so it makes like santa's head or something mm-hmm. um if you just want to drop like us a line if you just want to drop us a line and say hey how's it going you, yeah or there's the or something it's uh candace and jess at gmail.com is our email you can email us say things and then of course there's always the hotline 1-800-CANDACE-AND-JESS um, we always love to hear from you on mm-hmm. that too and the trick with dialing that one is you have to push the buttons really really hard mm-hmm. 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 and especially if it's like a rotary phone oh yeah because that's true everyone has one of those mm-hmm. you can just gonna... say like hello Google um, 1-800-CANDACE-AND-JESS please and she should hook you up I'm going to cue the outro music